Hello, dear colleagues, dear Metro Heroes. Meetings are a pretty big part of our working time, but too often meetings are not focused, don't deliver any results and simply eat up valuable time. And I think we've all made this experience. How we can make meetings much more efficient and how we can have much more fun with them, that's the topic of today's episode of More Podcasts, Our New Ways of Working. And therefore, a warm welcome to all of you. My name is Bernd Rodel from Internal Communications at Metro AG. My guest today is Tobias Schröder from Metro Digital. Hi, Tobias. Hi, Bernd. Thanks for having me today. <laughs> Great to have you here. Tobias, you work as a product manager at Metro Digital and you are also an expert on asynchronous working, what this is all about. We will speak about that later, Tobias. But first of all, please tell us about yourself. Why do you have such a good understanding of how to hold or participate in meetings? That's rather easy to answer. Since four years, I'm now with Metro Digital and one and a half year ago, so more or less two months before COVID hit us all, I changed my role from an engineer to a product manager. And during that time, you can imagine I had many more meetings. I had to speak to stakeholders, to other people, to other products. And then especially with COVID in place, there were even more meetings. And I imagined myself, this could not really be the life of a product manager that you are sitting now even at home from nine to five in front of your computer only mm. having meetings. And there was actually no time to really do my work. Mm. And that was how the complete journey of asynchronous working, hybrid working, remote working, all the buzzwords was born. And that makes you the expert and the right person to talk about our today's topic on more podcasts, meeting culture and how we can improve our meetings and also what tools are there, especially for virtual and hybrid meetings. And of course, we also want to know something about your personal new way of working, Tobias. As always, we have our little questionnaire, try new things. And we are all looking forward to your sound souvenir at the end of this podcast episode. I'm really looking forward to it. But first, let's talk about our topic today, meetings and how to make them more efficient. Tobias, can you still remember what was the worst meeting you've ever attended? Unfortunately, I can. It is even connected <laughs> to my role of a product manager. And one of my worst and also biggest meetings was one of the nasty OKR plannings. And you can imagine if there are maybe 15 different product managers in a room and they want to see what dependencies they have to each other. And that is done then remotely where only one person can talk at a time mm. and that for four hours. <laughs> that is not really a good meeting. <laughs> uh, what do you think are the biggest mistakes that can be made in a meeting? There are a few. My top three mistakes that you can make is the first one is that your meeting has no clear goal. Mm -hmm. You have one question in your head. You want to clarify that question. Then you just invite a bunch of people and you are iterating on this question. But you don't really need a meeting for that. Second one is your meeting is unstructured. Mm -hmm. So you have no time box. People are talking way too long and maybe even no pre-read that gives you a specific structure. Like I have these five points that I want to discuss today and each point has maybe five minutes and your meeting should be over after 25 minutes. And the last one, no order of speaking. Therefore, the loudest one is speaking as first one. But you know, Teams has this handy function of raising a hand and yeah. actually it's working quite good. 
Therefore, you can just make use of that and it's really easifying your life then. Uh, so a couple of points which we can think about when we organize our next meeting. So you've spent a lot of time thinking about how to improve meetings, be they virtual or physical. What do you think are the most important rules that each of us can implement directly for the next meeting? That is quite easy and very fast done. First one is if you set up your meeting, please think people need a break between meetings. Mm -hmm. So on Windows, your Outlook has a very fancy feature that you can end automatically every meeting five minutes early or it will start five minutes late. Therefore, you have not a meeting that's lasting from 1 to 2 p.m., but rather from 1.05 until 1.55. And therefore, people who are remote or in the office have a break. They can sort stuff. They can, can go to the bathroom, take a glass of water, or the human desires we have, of course, after a one-hour meeting. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a cool function. Okay. Second one would be that your meeting should have an agenda or at least a pre-read. Mm -hmm. If you just have a fancy title, people are just joining that meeting and then you are already wasting five minutes of your time to explain to people why are they in your meeting. Mm -hmm. Cool. Do you have something else for us? Yep. The third one is please only <laughs> invite people if they can really contribute to your meeting. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you just inform them because you are afraid they could miss a part or that they could afterwards disappointed, then it's not the proper way to invite them. Mm. Therefore, please have the people in there that are really adding a puzzle piece. That are the biggest three okay. things you could directly implement in yeah. your next meeting. Cool. So these are the most important rules for a successful meeting. And I think each of us can learn something from this. But now we want to know something about you personally, because like all of us, your work situation has also changed a lot in the last few months. And I would like to know from you how you personally dealt with your new work situation. And we do that in every episode of more podcast with a little questionnaire called try new things ready to be us. Sure. <laughs> What have you tried new since you started working from home? Since I'm working from home, I'm more flexible when it comes to my meetings and where I should spend my one hour of lunch break. Therefore, I try to have a sports break in between. Mm -hmm. Just take a quick run, maybe a 5K, maybe even less. But being outside, getting away from the PC and just having a refreshing break then. Yeah, what kind of sports? Just running. Just running, oh, okay. During the day also. Oh, sure. Yeah, okay, cool. What are your personal learnings from your new way of working? For myself, it's structure is the key. Mm -hmm. In the office, it's rather easy. Then I'm more focused. But if you're at home, there are so many ways where you can yeah, just spend your time. Maybe it's a refrigerator because you're hungry. Maybe the postman is ringing. Therefore, I have a common to-do list or I just block the hours on my own to have dedicated working blocks where I can be really focused on one specific topic. Mm -hmm. Our old new friend, the DHL man, <laughs> who is <laughs> coming at least to my house almost every day or uh, several times a week. Um, okay, um, so um, what bothers you? What do you miss most in FlexOffice? That's very easy. My <laughs> colleagues, of course. Colleagues, yeah. Because... In here, when I'm on the campus, you can have a nice coffee break, even outside, then you don't have to wear the masks again. Mm. 
But if you're at home, you don't have the socializing aspect. Mm. You are just sitting there. And even if you have the coffee meetings with your team, there are five, six people. But then the hurdle again, only one person can speak at a time. Mm. And then it's not the nice setting like here in the office. It's again, not the best way. Yeah, yeah. Now we know how you experience your personal new way of working. And according to that, you brought us your sound souvenir. And we will get to that later towards the end of the podcast. But first, Tobias, I'd like to talk further about our topic of meetings. We all work from home much more than we used to before Corona. And that's why most meetings take place virtually via MS Teams. Uh, Tobias, from your point of view, what is the biggest difference between a physical and a virtual meeting? The biggest difference is that your counterpart is not a person anymore, but the webcam. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, people are only looking at the screen, but it's very useful to try to connect to the other people in the call if you just take three or five seconds and look directly at the webcam. That's much more direct than just staring at your screen or maybe even being unpolite and answer an email in between. Mm -hmm. yeah. People notice that where your eyes are. Yeah, yeah. Currently, Our new meeting situation is that some participants sitting in the office and some at home. So what do we need to be aware of, especially in hybrid meetings, Tobias? Hybrid meetings have a complete new way of thinking. It depends on how many people are sitting where. So in a hybrid meeting, some people are remote and some people are really located at one place, like in an office space in a meeting room. What you should consider there, even if you have m more than one person at one place, just have a look at teams. If there's someone raising a hand and don't ignore the people that are remote, mm -hmm. that is the biggest danger that could happen in a hybrid setting. What we are doing in our domain, even if the people meet in one bigger room where you have one of the fancy conference camps, they even dial in with their laptop. Mm -hmm. So you have the big group screen but also each person with their individual account and also they are raising their hands and mute themselves in between that you don't have the nasty echo in between. Mm, okay, yeah. Um, what technical tools are there to improve the interaction and also the work results of a virtual or hybrid meeting? There are many good tools out there. In Metro Digital, we are using one tool very Often that is called Miro or Miro. Mm -hmm. It's an online collaboration tool of a huge whiteboard. So it's really huge because you have literally no boundaries there. And it's not even a whiteboard. You can post stickies there, templates, have retros, post images, links. So it's really a digital playground. We facilitate bigger workshops with even 40, 50 people in mm -hmm. there. And it's really working very smoothly with many participants. That is mainly our common tool we use at MD. But also Teams has a whiteboard you could use. Mm -hmm. You have maybe Mural and other open source software that is out there. Don't be afraid. Just grab one tool, try it out. If it's not the best one, take the next one. Yeah, and Don't be afraid of try out new things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is always a, a good motto. Okay. Um, the title of this episode is Every meeting which is not held is a good meeting. And one way to avoid unnecessary meetings is to work asynchronously. Tobias, please explain briefly to us what 
is this about? Briefly, asynchronous work is that you do this stuff during your own time schedule, so not synchronously with others, but you are just working on a specific task on your own time. Imagine you have one question in the room, maybe your domain wants to improve your meeting culture. Mm. Normally you would now open a big meeting, you would brainstorm together mm. and all the yeah, synchronous meetings. Mm. Instead of that, you could just open it in SharePoint, a Word document. You start somewhere just putting your ideas in and the next one is maybe doing the same, maybe in the same time, maybe in the mm -hmm. afternoon. But the important thing is you're doing the asynchronous work instead of the synchronous work. Everyone is doing it in their own pace, but you need a proper deadline for that. Mm -hmm. Maybe you just have a deadline tomorrow at 12 p.m., but not only tomorrow, because only tomorrow is no deadline, so a deadline has to be specific. Then the person who started that initiative just have a look on the different ideas. And then you can think of maybe asynchronous decision is taking, like you just vote per dot somewhere, or you just have to yeah, really hold a meeting to clarify things. Mm -hmm. Then the meeting could be very useful to clarify dif uh, different things here. But all the brainstorming in this case can be done in a Word document, for example. Yeah, okay. What are, what are other benefits of this way of working? Other benefits are, so asynchronous work is more fair than synchronous work. Mm -hmm. More fair because you maybe know that one person in a meeting that is always silent and only raises the hand once at a time or after the meeting, this person is writing his or her idea in the chat. Mm. I'm one of that person. I'm always silent. And after that, if I'm digesting the content, I have an idea for that. Mm -hmm. If you're working asynchronously, the person have, or all persons have enough time to really digest the topic and to state their ideas. There's no one who's the loudest because everyone has the same voice right now. Mm -hmm. Another one is all your meetings are directly documented. Mm -hmm. How often have you spoken about some stuff, but you don't know anymore what was decided back then? Why have we taken that decision one year ago? Where did it came from? Does someone have some notes for that? Did we add a Word document? Therefore, documentation is the king of asynchronous work. And you should have one place for that documentation. You can easily search for decisions taken. You can search for different ideas you already had for everything. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, that are two big benefits you have then. Yeah. So less speaking, more writing then. Where do you think working will develop in terms of being asynchronous? People noticed over the last one and a half years what benefits it can have while working from home or here in Germany, we have the policy working from anywhere that I can even be in Munich and working there. Mm -hmm. So you can have a better really work-life balance, not work-life balance, but most rest of the life during work. You can really split your working days to your individual needs and people love it. Yeah. Maybe they will, not maybe, they will come back to the office for the socializing aspect, of course. But on the other days, they want to be more flexible, in my opinion. Yeah, okay, yeah, that sounds really 
Great, great, great vision. So you already talked that the people will come back for the socializing. And with regards to meetings, what do you think? For which meeting th there will be no replacement? In general, for a short time, you can replace any meeting. In a long-term or even mid-term perspective, everything that's based on socializing, on direct contacts, like the one-on-one -on -one with your manager, maybe some really big, even if you can do that, but brainstorming on product ideas where you have very vivid discussions, very lively discussions in one room with notes overall on the walls, that could, could not be replaced. So whenever it comes to direct human interactions between at least two parties, a real meeting is always better than a remote one. Yeah, yeah. yeah and from my point of view, I think that to build and strengthen personal relationships, as you already said, yeah, you simply have to meet sometimes in real life. Nevertheless, if I want to learn more about how to make meetings better and more efficient, where can I find information on that? The quickest way would be that you go on my LinkedIn profile. I have posted a few articles there. Some stuff is on United. We have some articles in Confluence. It's not only me driving the topic. There are many more persons. Yeah. There are some articles anywhere in the metro is universe. Is there a hashtag? Or where can I find it on, on United? Oh, good question. I guess it's either smart ways of working or just in short, async work. Okay, so async work or go to the LinkedIn profile of Tobias Schröder. And you told me in the preparation of this podcast episode something about the meeting scheduler. What is this? That was one tool I've built in the past that's very aggressive when it comes to take a decision if a meeting is really necessary or if your meeting could be an email. That is online and you will also find a link here in the show notes. Yeah, exactly. So you can find all the information also in the show notes here. And with that, dear Metro Heroes, we come to the end of this podcast episode and to your favorite section, the sound souvenir. So each of my guests brings along a specific sound that is characteristic for her or his new work situation. And now I'm curious, Tobias, let us hear what sound did you bring? Let's give it a try. Okay, it sounds like a like machine. Um. <laughs> so my wife was also wrong, but she yeah? knows the sound initially. Yes. Yeah? So please tell us <laughs> what it is. It was the adjustable table at home. Ah, you have one at home. One hack I bought having a high adjustable table also at home. Yeah. To yeah, not have the soup coma after lunch or just stand up during the working hours. Ah, cool. This is something you really can recommend. If you have back problems, sure, of course. Okay, cool. Yeah, and a great sound. Thank you for that, Tobias, and also for the great interview. And also thank you for this great physical face-to-face -face meeting. Without that, this podcast recording, of course, would not have been possible. Great that you were here, Tobias. Thanks for having me. And hopefully your next meeting won't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And thanks also to you for listening, dear Metro Heroes. I hope you had some fun. More podcasts will be back soon with a new interesting topic on the new ways of working. 
And you can find all previous podcast episodes on the more page on United and on all major podcast platforms. Follow us there. And please recommend more podcasts to your friends and colleagues. Leave a like or comment. Above all, stay safe. Bye-bye and take care. Take care.